0: Welcome to the Canadian SME podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business.
1: Attention all entrepreneurs in the Toronto area. The time is approaching to take your company to the next level. Join us at the 7th Annual Business Transitions Forum at the MTCC Toronto on May 9th where you'll learn growth and transition strategies that will help you transform your business. Network and gain insights from fellow entrepreneurs, acquirers and mergers, and acquisitions professionals to gain actionable strategies that will help you form a clear plan for the future of your company. Act now and use special promo code SME20 for 20% off at checkout. Tickets are selling fast, so you don't want to wait. Visit businesstransitionsforum.com. That's businesstransitionsforum.com.
0: Inflation is the rate at which the general price level of goods and services in an economy rises over time. It is a growing concern for many individuals, businesses and governments around the world. To dive deeper into this alarming trend, we had the chance to speak with Jessica Baker, the Vice President of Cooperators Advisor Network. With almost 20 years of experience, she is a true icon of the entrepreneurial sector. In this podcast, Jessica explains the significance financial literacy holds in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Additionally, she insists on the importance of having open and straightforward communication with a qualified financial planner. Jessica describes the numerous steps involved to provide a seamless workflow for the back end of businesses. Hello, everyone. This is Karina from Canadian SME, your host for the Small Business Podcast. We are honored to have the Vice President of Cooperators Advisor Network, none other than Jessica Baker. Hello, Jessica. How are you doing today?
2: I'm well, thanks, Karina. It's such a pleasure to be here on your podcast for your network today.
0: Thank you so much, Jessica. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time to speak with us and look forward to learning more about the alarming concerns of inflation and more notably how to foresee and counteract it.
2: I'm excited to talk to you and your listeners about solutions that might give them some peace of mind.
0: Right. Now, Jessica, with almost 20 years of experience, um, starting as a computer programmer, to a business analyst, life sales development consultant, to the associate director manager, and finally, the vice president of cooperators advisor network. How has this journey been so far?
2: Well, it's an interesting journey when I look back on it. First of all, 21 years has gone by really fast. When I think about how I graduated from my technical institute and started as a computer programmer to where I am now, I don't think I envisioned my journey being like this. What I can say is it has been so dynamic, so rewarding, and I knew pretty quickly into my career that I wanted to be closer to clients. And in my role now as vice president of advisor Alliance, by supporting our independent distribution network of business owners, I'm able to help them help clients. And I love my job.
0: It's absolutely inspirational because I'm not good with numbers, but you are. Okay. So it's inspirational. I,
2: I do with numbers what I need to do to do my job. I think what I love most is aligning to strategy, helping people unlock their potential, setting them up for success. And yeah, numbers are a big part of that. They're part of the equation.
0: Yeah. And so I'd say that, or I should say that I'd like to name your journey as an impeccable one, just because of (laughs) the different designations and the responsibilities that come with it. You've actually named it.
2: Well, thanks. I have been very fortunate to work for an organization that values personal and professional development and cooperators partnered with me to get me the designations that I need. And certainly in financial services and insurance, you want to be talking to a professional and my designations have given me that confidence, but also they have given me credibility
0: in working with advisors and clients. Absolutely. So what? Is your opinion uh, on the recent survey of, uh, conducted by cooperators showing that the majority of Canadians have no financial plan for these speculated you know, economic conditions and nearly half worry about covering the basic expenses? Well, I
2: think my reaction is one not being surprised by the results. In my experience in insurance and financial services, oftentimes I'm dealing with people who are meeting with an advisor for the first time, and maybe they they haven't thought about the situation. So to know that 33% of Canadians are, are not feeling positive about their finance doesn't surprise me. But I think what is the most concerning statistic in this survey is that almost half, 45%, are worried their income won't keep pace with their basic expenses, and particularly in this environment of inflation, um, you know, we're hearing in the in the media and responsible media outlets uh, like yours as well, uh, the cost of living is going up, and Canadians are worried about things like fuel and rent and yes. and groceries, mm-hmm. and that's concerning when half of Canadians are carrying this stress. So I'm not surprised, but I think the results show there's so much work to do on financial literacy Mm -hmm. and that Canadians can be educated that there's solutions out there for everyone, no matter what your budget.
0: Yeah. And it's evident that it's an alarming concern. And so would you elaborate for our audience ways that have been actually proven effective in order to elevate financial concern? Absolutely. I think that, you know, the proof in the survey is
2: that Canadians want to save money. About 60% of Canadians say that saving money is a top priority. The vast majority of Canadians don't have a plan. So step number one is getting some advice from a qualified professional. The second thing I would say is that 56% of Canadians say that working with a financial advisor helps them worry less about their financial situation. And so you're giving the burden of your concerns about your basic expenses, your retirement, your education, to a planner who can then put strategies in place. So what are proven ways that you can take this burden off yourself? Number one, talk to a qualified financial planner and start on a plan. And number two, invest in savings or a retirement vehicle or some other investment regularly no matter how large or small the amount of money is it's a proven fact that regular contributions with time and exposure to interest compound into wealth and that is how canadians can build wealth
0: you know i personally feel and agree that financial advice is a critical tool and so financial planning or your financial planner is supposed to be the one who can actually foresee and kind of guide you in the correct areas where work needs to be done.
2: I totally agree with your assessment of what we're talking about here today. And, you know, if I could speak to your listeners who are small to medium business owners themselves, they have professions, they are, are entrepreneurs who are Building a business, and they themselves have needs where they need to grow, they need to plan. Uh, But it's oftentimes people who are working. Um, in their business and not on their business actually need financial advice as well. And so I would encourage small business owners to say, hey, don't leave yourself out of this. Talk to a financial planner about how they can solve some of your business problems for you, not just for the individual Canadian investor. Uh-huh. An Interesting correlation that I would draw is our advisors at cooperators are independent business owners as well. They own their agencies, they own their locations. So they know from firsthand experience what it's like to be a small business owner talking to another small business owner.
0: Oh, that's really amazing and empowering, like doing your nine to five, having your own business. Perfect.
2: Yes, exactly. It's a it's a great solution, and they can really relate to the uh, Canadian small business owner's needs and any Canadian, regardless of whether they are employed somewhere, or retired, or are a student. But uh, it's it's a wonderful network, and we have many small business owner clients who trust us for their advice.
0: Mm-hmm, right now, Jessica, this is the last minute question that I had in my mind: is like. Would you be able to provide us with three common mistakes and respective measures to avoid those mistakes for our SMB audience? I think I can do that. The first
2: mistake that I would say is perhaps not even a mistake, but a misunderstanding. Clients believe that you have to be wealthy in order to work with a financial planner. I think there is a belief that only the wealthy, only the rich are in need of financial planning services. And that is the biggest barrier to Canadians starting to work with a financial plan. They might think, oh, I, I don't have a lot of wealth, but it's about uh, saving for what you need, planning for the future and dealing within your budget. So that is mistake or misconception number one. I think the second mistake or or gap that Canadians have is that they don't know where to start. And so perhaps they don't take that first step to start. So you kind of need to take that first action to engage with somebody in the profession to get a plan on paper. I find that Canadians are often private about their finances and their financial situation. And maybe there's a degree of shyness about talking about your finances with somebody outside of your family, and that can be a hesitation. And I would say, look, financial advisors deal with all kinds of private, complex financial situations, no matter what your circumstances, they're equipped to deal with it. And the third mistake and and perhaps uh, something that people learn about when it's too late is they start saving very late in the course of their financial plan. Perhaps the best advice is start as soon as you can. You can't do anything about the time that's lapsed. That's gone. But if you can start today, then you can use the power of time, of investment vehicles, of markets, of compound interest to make up for that. And with appropriate product placement and risk management, you can build wealth. You do not need to be wealthy to generate wealth, but you have to start. So I think those would be the three common things that I try and help clients overcome.
0: I think with your first point, you broke my myth as well, because I kind of had this in my mind as well. You know, when you're working, you have to think a lot about your finances, especially when you're starting a new life. You know, you might have some business plans. You might want to go and work just in nine to five, but still having that security of, you know, your finances being at the right place and at the right time is very important.
2: It is important. What Canadians are really saying in this survey is many of them don't have peace of mind. Many Canadians are worried about their finances. And I would say, as a call to action, transfer that worry to a professional who can take that and turn it into a plan. It's shown in this survey that 58% of Canadians agree that their advisor helps them feel confident about their decisions, their decisions that they've been taken uh, and, and made themselves. So you can flip it from, 50% 50% being uh, worried about their financial situation to 60% agreeing that working with an advisor can help them. So it really does work. And I know it can be overwhelming, but just a simple phone call an email can transfer some of that worry and help you build peace of mind.
0: Right Now, given the widespread disruption of the global economy due to the pandemic, what expert advice would you like to offer to Canadian small business owners who are unsure to begin their financial planning? That is a very timely question. And certainly over the past three
2: years, hard to believe we're talking about three years with a global pandemic, there was significant disruption, there was significant Upheaval, and it impacted many small business owners and Canadians and people all over the world. So I'm completely empathetic to the realities of how COVID impacted people. But I think a mistake that we could help Canadians avoid is being afraid to start because of volatility or what they hear about the market or what they hear about inflation or what they hear about interest rates. Perhaps they think, oh, this isn't a good time for me to take my money and get advice. I'm just going to leave it where it is, or I'm okay with just not doing anything right now. So I think the pandemic has made people realize that they have financial risks and that they need to plan and they don't feel confident about their plans in many cases. But at the same time, they might hesitate to jump in when they think that markets are volatile. So my advice is the same. We can't control what happens in externalities um, in the world. But what we can control are the actions we take in order to prepare for those risks. And it's not just about saving for the negative things that might happen. It's about saving for the positive things, like perhaps buying a business, or perhaps buying a a retirement property, or perhaps sending your child to university, taking a trip, there's lots of good reasons to put your money in the market too. So COVID created uncertainty. COVID certainly has resulted in volatility. But clients need to just say, okay, I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to work with a financial planner and start today.
0: Now, I really love your perspective in terms of financial planning, the way how you said that it's not about the negative investments or the negative things that are going to happen, you know, in your way ahead. It's about the positive investments. I love this thought. And I think finance is a word
2: which brings you know, we've been talking about the survey results, and Canadians are clearly worried. Uh, some feel unprepared. Some don't know what to do. And the language of money and the language of finance can be stressful. People can have an emotional reaction to it. And I understand it. So, words matter. So, I think we have to. Make sure we're talking to people in terms that they feel empowered by and educated by and take some of that uncertainty and scariness out of working on a financial plan. And I think what I'd love to impart is that people work hard to earn their living, whether they're employed for themselves or by themselves or whether they're employed by an organization or working for one of the companies uh, that are small business owners. You know, money is important and saving for the future is important, but you shouldn't have to spend all of your time worrying about it. You should be able to enjoy the work and the life that you've built And transfer some of those worries to a financial advisor. So you can have that peace of mind and just get out there and enjoy what you've built. So I think that's uh, hopefully uh, a compelling call to action to say, you know what, I'm carrying this around and I can give it to somebody else.
0: Certainly. Now, Jessica, your years of expertise will definitely benefit our SME community and also help them better see the big picture. It was great to have you on the show today. Thank you all for tuning into the podcast. To that end, we hope you found this helpful in better understanding the importance of credible financial advice and education in addressing affordability issues. Once again, Jessica, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Thank you, it was wonderful to be here. It was wonderful getting the opportunity to chat with Jessica and gaining insights into streamlining business goals with respect to monetary objectives. We would like to thank our exclusive banking partner, RBC, exclusive shipping partner, UBS, and exclusive accounting software partner, Zero Canada, for supporting this initiative. Please do share the podcast and feel free to check out the other episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe to our magazine to stay up to date on all our upcoming events and get the top business insights from industry leaders. This is Karina signing off your host for the Small Business Podcast.
1: Attention all entrepreneurs in the Toronto area. The time is approaching to take your company to the next level. Join us at the 7th Annual Business Transitions Forum at the MTCC Toronto on May 9th, where you'll learn growth and transition strategies that will help you transform your business. Network and gain insights from fellow entrepreneurs, acquirers, and mergers, and acquisitions professionals to gain actionable strategies that will help you form a clear plan for the future of your company. Act now and use special promo code SME20 for 20% off at checkout. Tickets are selling fast, so you don't want to wait. Visit businesstransitionsforum.com. That's businesstransitionsforum.com.
0: Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.